Welcome into another episode of Mic'd Up with Mellow and Big Country, joined again by Matt Miller, brought to you by Mid-America RV. A lot of M's in that opening stretch there. Why work from home when your office could be in Yellowstone? 2022 will be the year to rediscover the outdoors. Mid-America RV is your gateway to adventure with their diverse selection of travel trailers, fifth wheels, teardrops, and toy haulers. They have the right size RV for any vehicle, all covered by their exclusive RV warranty forever, game days, remote work, getaways, and family vacations are all better in an RV from Mid-America RV. Experience travel like you never have before. Find out more at MidAmericaRV.com. Day two of the Senior Bowl, we've got some Washington Commanders talk. Hugh Jackson back in the news. A lot of football going on today, and um, we will also share our notes from day two and also get into uh, a couple would you rather questions as i said joined again by matt miller my brother my role model my hero so good to have you on with us this week uh i think the biggest news is probably still the brian flores stuff going on around the nfl but a little bit more news is the previous washington redskins team renamed themselves today 2222 the Washington Commanders. There are a lot of people that are very upset about this, that do not like this name at all. Personally, don't care. It's whatever. Yeah, I don't care either. I think it's better than the Cleveland Guardians. <laughs> yeah, it's like, so much better, better than better that. Roll off the tongue. Also, I'm realizing, I, you know, I spent seven days in Cleveland. It was an amazing experience covering the NFL draft there. That city kind of sucks. So I'm also like maybe a little biased. About so River the City. Uh, they're all bad. They're all bad. How often this is, you know this is true. Um, so I think it's a lake city. It's a lake. But oh yeah, yeah, yeah. If it's not an ocean, it's a river to me. Uh, <laughs> I was just sitting here. I was like, "What freaking river goes to Cleveland?" It's a really big, wide one. It's great though. It's a great river. Uh, I do think though that like I don't know. Like I'm a Niners fan, right? But if the 49ers had to rebrand. In this day and age, people would hate it no matter what. Like when your Kansas City insert racist team name here has to change their name right. because 73,000 people are still doing your tomahawk chop. Don't tell me that that's not what that is. And they're banging a war drum. When, when they eventually have to change to the chefs, people are going to hate it. Oh, that's going to be great. Yeah, barbecues. Just I, I make know. it that. It's, it's like the Guardians. Instead of rhyming, just drop a letter. Right. <laughs> we're fine. Uh, Big Country and I were kind of talking about it today at practice, too. As you know, can you imagine if some of these other teams came out today, like the Green Bay Packers, if they made a huge announcement today of like, oh, renaming our team, if they had to, and they came out and they're like, we're the Packers, that would be a terrible name. But everybody loves it now because it's been the name for forever. Or, you know, I did, I mentioned the Chiefs. Like, can you imagine if somebody in 2022 started a professional team and like, we're the Chiefs? They'd, they'd be shot down immediately. No, you are not. The Chiefs, or even you know some of the other ones, uh, I mentioned the Bengals. Like that is such a weird name. You're not even the Tigers. You are the Bengals, but it is like you're gonna shit on anything that's new, pretty much. I think they even could have come out with Red Wolves, uh, which was a popular opinion, and a lot of people still would have been like, oh, "Don't like that." I want to get on the record as saying uh, because I have fucked up in the past with this. Um, I'm going to go on record as saying I don't know if their uniforms are good until I see them in person. Because remember when the Rams came out? Yep. Doing, yeah. This is the worst thing ever. Now That's like, very true. They're not bad. They're not bad. I want to wait and see in person. Uh, the, the rhyme or reason of these uniforms hard for me to understand right now. It is uh, weird because there's no consistency. None. 
Like even back in the day when you used to like create a team on Madden or whatever, you would just pick like a generic like scheme and then change colors. the colors for yes. it. You know, this is like each uniform is completely different. But again, like that's a new thing. I don't know that it makes it bad, but it is weird. That even like they rolled out these like what they're calling them like the commander cars that are driving around Washington, D.C., Today, like help promote it, yeah. And there's a huge stripe down the middle of it, like there used to be on the old Redskins helmets. There's not a stripe on the helmet that looks like that anymore. So even like that doesn't make sense. I thought there was. There's one solid yellow stripe on the red helmets, but, but the on other, the cars, it's a yellow, white, yellow. I haven't seen the cars. It's stupid. They rolled them out this morning. They were all Teslas too. I noticed this. I was like, no, oh, where they? No, where your money's going? <laughs> like, yeah, let's get all these cars and just paint them with our new logo and send them out. Well, I mean, you can you can do a wrap. It's like it's not that expensive, you know. Uh, that's a good point, actually. Yeah, the cars probably themselves probably pretty expensive. Yeah, depending on which model, you know, some of those Teslas are pretty cheap these days. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It is just it's so weird. It just seems unorganized. Everything that they do, I mean. All the time, and it's just that organization, top to bottom. It's just like, why are you doing this? Well, even they they fudged up on the uh, the little thing. You know, they have the little I don't know circle thing. You know, that goes with their logo. I don't know what it's called. It's like a oh, patch. like the patch. Yeah, or... patch that's it. They, <laughs> the they little circle thing. Yeah, the year that the Super Bowl was played in, not the year that for the season that it equates to. So it's just like a team that like. First, there's the Sean Taylor ripped off thing. I mean, there's all that you know, sexual assault Which, things that are just hanging in the balance. You know, a lot of other people get blamed for the whole Sean Taylor thing when they painted his number on the field and people were standing on it. That's where the field pass yeah. was. So, like, should people have danced on it? No, probably not. But that's where they were directed to stand. And, like, even with the Sean Taylor thing, going back to it, it was almost like a, yeah, we're going to announce this on Thursday and do it on Sunday. Because I mean, it was not well planned. It was not announced uh, a lot, you know, previous to it. But they they still did it. And this is just you know Washington. And even in the video, I don't know if you guys watched it. I love uniform reveals, and I'm with you, Matt. I'm not gonna like really judge these until I see them live and in person. But even with like some of the uniform stuff that they did with the video, they kept mentioning the Redskins. They kept yes. talking. It's like, we're not moving on. It's like, hey, guys, you forced us to change it. We still love it, and we're going to use this name. I mean, it showed up so many times in that little promo video that it's like, you can tell they didn't want to change this name, but eventually they had to uh, because of, well, because it was a terrible name. Uh, but it is. It's just no so weird. No consistency. Washington. And I feel bad. And I feel bad because even for me, born in late 80s, they were a good they football. Were a good football organization they were. When I was a kid. Dogs, and I loved like right. Daryl Green, um, yeah. Gary Clark. I, I'm just old. I could go. I could go all day. And, and they've been they've been pretty bad the rest of my life. I don't remember the last time they were they were good. I actually don't either. Like even throughout the nineties, that no. I mean, honestly, was the last time they were good like Jeff Theismann? Oh, uh, Tony Banks, Heath Schuler. Like yeah, they Jeff Hostetler, I think was there for a minute. Uh, you, by the way, no notes on this. This is off the top of our heads, right? Right. Um, so <laughs> I'm like, eh, I'm sure we're like forgetting someone that was like, oh, they were solid with that guy for well, like, like a year. Cousin had like a year where they yeah. were decent. But I'm Man, drawing a blank. Been, it's been real bad. 
We're talking about the last time Washington was good. I don't yeah. know that Dan Snyder's had a good Washington. Season. Good. Good. Yeah. When I saw him on the stage today, I was like, seriously? Seriously. This is what you're going to do. Uh-huh. Yeah. Say, oh, look, we have new uniforms. Forget all those people suing me because I sexually assaulted them. Right. But we got new uniforms or and that Teslas. Refused to change a name for decades, it seemed like. He's, he's a guy like him and Steven Ross, like allegedly, need to sell their teams. They should be forced to. I loved when uh, Adam Silver came into power in the NBA and uh, with Donald Sterling and said, nope, you're selling your team. You're a piece of shit. Sell it. Uh, how do you get rid of it? I think there are a lot of owners, and I think that's been like almost a theme of this week. A lot of shitty owners in the NFL, and I think a lot of them need to be forced to sell their team. Yeah, and I mean, the one that we all are very aware of right now, you know, <laughs> you just mentioned with Washington, how about Ross and Miami? These situations are just not getting any better for these owners, and I just think it keeps showing these guys are just kind of pieces of shit. Yeah, I think so too. And, you know, another team that's uh, going to be up for sale now is the Denver Broncos. We were kind of talking about that today too, like what's going to happen with them. Uh, there's a lot of traction that maybe the Mannings could be involved in that. It sounds like that number is going to start at $4 billion, though. And as crazy as it sounds, the Mannings don't have that much money. Wild. They, the, Peyton and Eli Manning combined do not have enough money after, what, 30 years of playing in the NFL. They don't have enough money to buy a team. Exactly. So they're have commercials. Be, yeah, they're going to have to be a part of a group that would maybe potentially buy uh, a part of the Denver Broncos, but they just... It's going to be interesting to see what that number actually is and who's able to offer it. I mean, that's so much money. And I mean, the fact that Peyton Manning made close to $250 million in his career himself over his time from playing in Indianapolis to Denver. And now, you know, and they, the report came out a couple months ago, too, where it was like, you know, they made sure that they didn't take any deals. You know, they didn't want any team-friendly deals. Like, you know, you're going to pay us the amount of money that we deserve and that we want. Because this is kind of what our future goal is as a family. How much did you say Peyton made? I'm pretty sure it was 250. Eli made 219 just on his playing career, not his right. endorsement. Yeah. That was the same thing with Peyton. Yeah, because I believe I think it's honestly I think the rumor was like 247 because I think he's the highest paid player. In There's actually an article here that says that Eli is uh, the fourth highest paid NFL player of all time uh, with 252 million dollars. Wow, That's Eli Manning. Um, and, and if this website would load, I could tell you who the the highest is, but yeah. I would assume Peyton's got to be up there. But it still goes to show like the gap between them and actual NFL owners. Crazily, if Patrick Mahomes plays out his contract, he will, he'll double that. Yeah, so hopefully it gets better for... Tom Brady, $263 million. Drew Brees, $269.7 million. Size pay player. Yeah, I think the, the four previous quarterbacks should just get together. Tom Brady, Drew Brees, Peyton and Eli, they go in as a group. Yeah. Let's see what you can do. QB yeah, collective. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's Brady's mind. the face of the team. Um, runs the social media. Yeah. <laughs> Brees probably coaches it. Mm-hmm. Peyton is like the guy that's out front. Yeah. Picks the, the players. PR, stuff like that. I think it's a good idea. Um, also, speaking of NFL news, a couple more things to get to today. Uh, this Hugh Jackson stuff that's coming out. I haven't talked to you guys or got your opinion on it yet, but Hugh Jackson did come out and say that the Browns paid him or offered to pay him to tank when he was with the Cleveland Browns. I'm calling bullshit on this one. Uh, Hugh Jackson is the like guy that always waits around for something, and then like two years later he'll be like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
That was me too. I did that. Like, even in the draft, when they drafted, who was it, like Deshaun Kaiser? Yeah. Then after he got fired, he was like, oh, I wanted Mahomes. I knew it. I wanted Mahomes. No, you didn't. Right. You just want to look right. I cannot stand Hugh Jackson. And I, I don't believe that they paid him to tank. He went 336-1 and one in Cleveland. He so might be able to own him. a team. <laughs> you know, he might be looking at this and saying, I lost a lot of games and they paid me a lot of money. So it was like I was being paid the most. <laughs> Maybe there's a misquote here. Right. I do wonder if this is kind of what I joked about yesterday. Is like if he was the coach that the owner offered it to, and he goes, absolutely, I'll take this extra money. That's fantastic. And then the owner goes, you don't actually care about this team. You just care about making money. You failed the test. Now you're fired. Yeah. I The Browns, they're another rough organization, too. Hopefully they get it figured out. I, like, I kind of like the Browns. That's another team name. That if you were like, hey, it's a football team. <laughs> We're naming the Browns. Can you imagine if it came out without context? Oh, it'd be bad. Oh, man. <laughs> it'd be bad. Social media would just burn that city it's like, ground. Oh, and, like, you have a dog as a mascot. You're named the Browns. It's like, okay, cool. We're a color. I know it was named for the founder. I know. Right, but, but exactly. Without context, it would come out and be like, Why? We should buy the Broncos and change their name to the Millers. The Denver <laughs> Millers. And they just, like, make green and shit. Yeah, get some corporate sponsorship mm-hmm. there. Right. Too. Even like a couple of these other teams, like the Dolphins, I feel like that would get roasted. Probably. Like came out today and you're like, hey, we are the Dolphins. That'd be a fun like summer article. It'd be like renaming all 32 NFL teams. Mm-hmm. Or the Indianapolis Colts. And we're not even a full-grown horse. Yeah, it's a baby. <laughs> we're a little baby horse. Or the, like the Chicago Cubs. Not even full-grown scary bear. We are cute, cuddly little bear. Baby bears, yeah. Because like Indianapolis, if you're going to rename it, it'd have to be like, you know, the racers or, you know. Yeah. Well, they have the Pacers. Yeah. Which is also kind of dumb, though. Like, we're not even in the race. We're just the guy that starts it. <laughs> we are the organizer of what is about to happen. There, So there are. There are a lot of team names that are just stupid and honestly don't make a lot of sense. And you could, I mean, you could dig into some other sports as well. The Los Angeles Lakers is possibly the dumbest name in all of sports. Uh, Utah Jazz. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> right there in basketball. Those, those are probably New Orleans Saints guys. is another kind of bad one. Yeah. Like, I, I kind of get that one. Yeah. You were right with the Utah Jazz, though. That might be the worst one. There, no Jazz has ever been played in that city. No. 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 It should be like the Utah, you know, prepping for doomsday. Or... <laughs> the Utah Salters or something like yeah. that. That's all they got there. It's just like, or just the Utah Mormons. Right? No. Yeah. Uh, so that might be offensive to some people, though. Um, how about this one, though? The Vikings. Not a bad team name. But it sounds like they might name a new head coach this week. And it sounds like it is Jim Harbaugh's job to lose. And this is another situation where I think he interviewed once. Maybe was possibly promised the job. Now he's going to go interview a second time as a little bit of a formality. And then it sounds like, like I said, he's going to be the new coach of the Minnesota Vikings. I just Go ahead, no, I know. I just I don't know how to like accept that. It's just weird. It's stupid. It doesn't make sense. Like, you got to take a pay cut. You got to take a pay cut in. Uh, We're all getting Amber Alerts right now. That's what you're hearing. Yeah, Man, I was wondering. Florida was, was shit. I was like earthquake. <laughs> I, I want to check it. We have to use our phones for this app. It wasn't even like an Amber Alert. I don't. It think. was an emergency alert. Dangerous person. I, we don't get that in Joplin. No, we don't. Is this <laughs> one of those Batman things? I don't know. 
You got to read the whole thing. Yeah. I, I don't want to like put the person's name out there. No, we got to help find him, dog. Saw in connection with injury of a police officer. Oh. Uh, I'll tell you, he's six foot three, 220 pounds, and they know his name. So, uh, wait, wait, listen to this. He's six three, 220 pounds, bald head, beard. Hmm. It's a little light on the description of big country, but it's hmm. close. Weird. I did go take a nap earlier. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, but. Apologize for that whole disruption. Anyway, so why why do you think Jim Harbaugh is a dumb hire? I don't th- necessarily think it's a dumb hire. I, just, honestly, dumb. I haven't seen any success from him in Michigan. And the one year that he has it, it's because he had to take a pay cut and he had to beat a kind of like, I don't know, rebuilding program at Ohio State. And I shouldn't say rebuilding program, just rebuilding team this year, trying to get some of these younger guys accustomed to playing up and once I got things figured out, I was like, well, psh, everything's – What if I told you that, that he'd won 70% of his games in Michigan? No, I believe that. But it's like now that he's won the, the big one against Ohio State, it's just one of these deals where everyone's like put him back up at the top, and it's been frustrating. I, don't, it, so, if it were, I hope it works out for Minnesota, but I just feel like it's one of those names that came out of nowhere, and now we're also dealing with this Blind Flores, you know, lawsuit to the NFL, and it's like – Okay, we have all these other NFL coaches, you know, interviewing, and all of a sudden Harbaugh comes out of nowhere in the college range. To me, yeah, but Harbaugh was an NFL head coach and a very 100%, successful one. Yeah. Took the 49ers to a Super Bowl. Yep. So to me, it's not like it's not Cliff Kingsbury. It's not a guy who couldn't get it done in college, and then you get hired as a head coach, and you're jumping over more qualified candidates or Josh McCown. You know, it's mm-hmm. like how the fuck is that guy getting a head coaching uh, interview? Yep. Like Harbaugh's done it, and to be fair, his name every year had been mentioned about going back to the NFL. I mean, as soon as he went to Michigan, it was like, when's he going back to the NFL? I think the fact that he stayed there as long as he has is more like I'm more surprised that he's been there for seven years. Instead, I thought of, it was going to get fired after like year four. Yeah, I mean, there were definitely some rough patches, but again, it goes back to when we talk about expectations. If you're a Nebraska fan and you're like, hey, uh, you could have the last seven years of Jim Harbaugh at Michigan, they'd be like, okay. Texas fans, we would. Yeah. Like they Michigan, no, they haven't won a national championship, but like no one really has except for Alabama. You know, you sprinkle in a Georgia, a Clemson, but like you know, it's like in the NFL, be penalizing the Bills for always finishing second in the AFC East for the last twenty two years. So yeah, well, there was this guy named Tom Brady. Who do you think is the NFL comparison coach to Harbaugh? Like who's had a little bit of success, but not as much as John Harbaugh? <laughs> like, oh, I've never won a Super Bowl, but damn, we're pretty and good he's won every one. year. He's won one because uh, oh, they beat yeah, the Niners. Right. But, yeah. no, I mean, Mike Tomlin's won one Super Bowl. Oh, early. Pete Carroll. Pete Carroll's won one Super Bowl. I mean, I think, and I'm not trying to rail on big country about this, but I think we expect greatness. And it's like, if you haven't won a Super Bowl, you're not good. It's like, no, no, no. Like, it, it's very hard to win a Super Bowl, especially in the last 22 years. Because of Brady and Belichick, it's been or very hard. Right. In college football, it's very hard to win a natty. Right. It's, so It's tough in all sports. Yeah. I mean, baseball. Baseball right. is like, fuck it. We don't know who's going to win or yeah. if we're even going to play. Basketball in the 90s. It went from Michael Jordan to the Spurs with the – can yeah, we call them the Twin Towers? That's what they were called. I don't know. It was. But – For like two seasons. Yeah. So it's like, okay, you didn't win a ring. Like I've been dealing with people on Twitter today. They're like – you know, well, this guy's not a good coach, Doug Peterson. He won a Super Bowl. Like, he's a good coach. He won a Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. One more. So, like, I get it that, like, in this current environment, it's like, oh, my God, why is Brian Flores not getting a job? If we boil it down, Jim Harbaugh has been is a more accomplished coaching candidate than Brian Flores. 
He's not the hot name, mm-hmm. but he's a more accomplished coach. Yeah, I mean, that makes sense to be the devil's advocate to what I said. Like, you know, instead of taking a first-year head coach or a guy who hasn't coached before, you can go get a guy like John Harbaugh. You can go get a guy like Doug Peterson, someone that's, you know, been there before, been in the big moments, been in a Super Bowl, won it or lost it. You know, you made it to that game, so you know what it takes in the locker room-wise. So that makes sense, I guess, in that sense. But I, I don't know. I just think Minnesota maybe was a weird fit altogether. Again, I hope it works out, but I still – I look at this team and it's like, how much success are they really going to have no matter who their coach is? I'm surprised that he's going back to the NFL. I mean, I've been saying it for a while. I thought this was work done by his agent to be like, yeah, we took a pay cut. Now we're going to be rumored to the NFL, to the Raiders, to the Bears, to the Vikings to try to get that dollar sign back up to where it was before. Right. But, I mean, a lot of signs point to this and is actually going to happen. I think it's more something that I think Michigan peaked. You did it. You beat Ohio State, but you also look at the landscape of college football. Everything's moving south. Everything is, right? It's Alabama. It's now USC. Texas A&M has the number one recruiting class. If you're a Rust Belt team like Michigan, it's it's hard. It's very hard to win because everything's moving south. And Mm -hmm. now you did it. You beat Ohio State. Sometimes you got to realize, like, hey, better opportunity for me is to go over here. So it would be a tough rebuild. They have a good offensive line. They have two good receivers. They're a great running back. They have two decent quarterbacks coming back at Michigan. I'm oh, sorry. I meant the Vikings. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, it will, Kirk Cousins gets shit on a lot. I think he's better than people think that he is. He's just a, he's an easy target. Yeah. yeah. But he's a decent quarterback. So I don't know. And also the NFC, wide open. But, and like Rodgers might leave. Yeah. So like Rodgers. Detroit's Brady. not close. You know, so I mean, it was North is open. It was Ryan Poles that said it the other day, right? It was like, we're going to take over the North and we're not giving it back. It was like, this is your opportunity to do so. Good thing you actually have a a quarterback or what we think right now could be a quarterback that helps you compete. Yeah. They might have the best quarterback in that division. I'll say it now in February. (laughs) If Rodgers leaves. leaves. Yeah. Justin Fields could take a huge leap next year. Yeah. We just saw Joe Burrow take the team to the Super Bowl. Uh, so um, it could happen with the Bears. They could be sitting there next year as like the kings of not only the NFC North, but maybe even the NFC. Matt Stafford's getting a little bit older. We'll see what happens with their free agents. The 49ers are losing a lot of guys, too. Jimmy Garoppolo gone. I think it's going to be wide open in the NFC. Not saying that the Vikings are going to be good or anything like that, or even the Bears, but it's a possibility. I'm not writing anyone off now. No. what I saw from Cincinnati. Can't, can't do it. I, what was it? Four weeks ago, I laughed at Big Country because he said the Bengals were a Super Bowl contender. I didn't mean like legitimately all the way to the Super Bowl, though. <laughs> I, <laughs> like I thought it would be like they'd win a playoff game and be like, wow, you know, if one thing goes their way, this, everything has gone their way. I think they I accused you of being high that day. You did, and you called me names. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I was wrong. Okay. And it happens from time to time. Yeah. yeah. Uh, how about another guy, though, in the coaching ranks? Joe Brady. It looks like he's going to take over as the Bills – quarterback coach my goodness how this is like i hate to shit on this guy how it's fallen off for him just last year one year ago he was interviewing for head coaching jobs in the nfl gets fired before the season is over as panthers offensive coordinator and now he's going to buffalo to be the quarterback coach it's kind of crazy and we were talking about it with a buddy of ours today too a lot of people need to look at joe burrow and just maybe send a thank you text Hey, I got this job because of what you were able to do. Uh, I got this championship. I got this contract. 
A lot of people need to thank Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow. I got drafted here because of you. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. It could have went with an offensive lineman, but they didn't. Um, yeah, the college football world, I mean, today's National Recruiting Day, too. Our signing day. And one of the favorite stories that I had coming out of today was this Brian Kelly mess. <laughs> We've met Brian Kelly before. He is a nice man. Uh, well, he was nice to us. I would say so much better than I expected. Yeah. So much better. It, I like, didn't get to meet his family. <laughs> right? He, homie took an L today, though. He had that dancing video come out, two of them now, uh, a couple weeks ago where he was dancing again with a prospect. That prospect committed to another team today. It was the Alabama Crimson Tide. Not only did you lose the recruit, you lost him to your biggest rival. Big L for old people. I don't know how many more L's he can take there. You know, like the dancing was atrocious. One, your fa- one, the dancing was atrocious. Two, you're facing the wrong way in the video. You're supposed to go back to back, not face to back. Come yeah. on, Brian. He's he's trying to be the big spoon. You know, you can't. You can't. It's not. It works for a little bit, but you got to turn back around. You gotta understand which spoon you are. Yeah. Hey, Brian, these are eighteen-year-old kids. Make her <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just let them sit there by themselves. I wonder if that dancing video is better. If that kid's like, actually, I want to go here. This is cool. It's Instead so of bad. Like, I just got it's laughed so at. I'm getting made fun of by my friends and everybody. So y'all make fun of Jackson Mahomes not being able to dance. Let's talk about Brian Kelly. Yeah. Like, we need to. So much more. We need to prioritize. The shit talking. Yeah, Brian maybe Kelly, the better facilities at LSU is just not what Brian Kelly's ready for. No. Or even like, this is a failed effort on the whole program. Not just <laughs> Brian Kelly. Somebody within that department needed to tell him, hey, coach, don't have to dance in these videos. Like, just stand there, look tough with your arms crossed. That's exactly. It. And we'll spin the camera around mm-hmm. you. Or the yep. thing will turn, whichever way it goes. Put your hands down, Brian. We don't need that. The whole, like, the, I don't even, like, the old it's 70s. Like the 70s. Like, yeah. <laughs> the fingers on either side of the eye, and it's like, oh, the old swipe. The vest oh. is nice, though. I'm a big vest guy. Yeah. It was, it I haven't was seen you in a vest in a while, by the way. Brought one. It's been a little chilly. Hell yeah. Uh, also, LSU, not all things bad for them. They did sign a linebacker today that was really good. Uh, so, not all bad. Uh, our Texas Longhorns signed a, another offensive lineman. Three. And also, uh, Jimbo Fisher complained about people alleging that Texas A&M is paying recruits. How do you right. all of a sudden get to the top? <laughs> that was my question. Have they been up there, but like previous years? Like Jimbo's number one? a good recruiter, so I'm not surprised uh, that they're up there. And Texas A&M has a lot of money, so they can work these NIL deals. If I'm Jimbo Fisher, maybe I'm wrong here. I'm spending it to, yeah, we've got money for our guys. Like, come get it. (laughs) You can talk about it openly. Like, yeah. No, 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 no. (laughs) We have boosters here. We have a ton of car dealers that will give you like multiple vehicles. So I don't know why he was so up in arms today about like being upset that people were making accusations. I mean, even not to make it just all, you know, Texas Longhorns. But they are openly paying every offensive lineman that is on scholarship for them. $50,000. And it's not a secret. So this offensive lineman that signed with them today even, uh, yeah, that played a part in it. Uh, to have him be able to look at that contract and say, yeah, at Texas, I can make $50,000 a year. At Texas A&M, like, who knows what the other contracts would be. But at Texas, I'm a surefire 50000 And that's yeah. just that's name image likeness now. That's the world that we're living in. It's it's crazy. I didn't think it would um, blow up like it has. Yeah. 
I mean, I do feel like Steve Sarkeesian and the uh, the recruiters at the University of Texas for the football team have been listening to the show because I said a couple months ago, "Hey, you got to start in the trenches." When was the last time Texas had like a really good offense and defensive line? It's been a long time. You got to get the big boys. <laughs> They've and gotten it, the big boys, and it looks like it. And I mean, name, image, likeness is it is the wild, wild west. That's what everybody says. It's such a cliche, but it really is. Like nobody, there are no rules. And, you know, we were talking earlier today about Bryce Young. It was not that long ago, a couple months ago, Nick Saban was talking about how his quarterback was making six, almost seven figures, and he hadn't even taken a start yet. Yep. Those those are rookie numbers. You bump those up. We just saw Caleb Williams <laughs> transfer to USC. I believe, I don't. I haven't seen the numbers. That kid's a multimillionaire. I, I would be surprised if he's making less than $2 million this year off the ELF. Oh, yeah. I'm surprised that he actually went to USC. Are you? I mean, I, I, just, I mean, and the reason I say that is because I thought it was going to be Jackson Dart and Lincoln Riley. I thought that oh. would be a good fit. And then it makes sense now that Jackson Dart had transferred away and Caleb was in the transfer portal. It would have been a good fit. But Dart left because Williams was coming yeah. in. Right. Yeah. Hey, I don't ever feel bad for this person, but Spencer Rattler left Oklahoma because of Caleb Williams. And then Caleb Williams left. Do you think he's had like the biggest like oopsie? Of his oh family? yeah, like the two people that he hated most at OU left for USC. <laughs> it's it is funny. It, it is funny. Patience is hey, key. I know boys. this is your show, but there's there's some news being discussed on Twitter that's kind of like maybe of interest to you. Mm-hmm. Apparently, Tom Brady's people have reached out to networks about a studio or booth gig starting at twenty five million dollars a year. Suck it, Romo. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Romo's not good. So. I know, but I mean, Romo's the highest paid one now at like 17. And then here comes TB12. Yeah, right. Yeah. One in 25. It's like, what network can pay him now? Amazon. I was getting, that's what I was Oh, wow. Um, it's going to have to be like a Troy Aikman. Like if it, Troy leaves for Amazon, which has been yeah, rumored, the box could. Maybe Tom Brady could slide in. I know that the Drew Brees thing did not work at NBC, so if Collinsworth were to leave, there would definitely be a huge opening there. Yeah. Yeah. But Amazon's the big one. Or maybe even doing like a a split crew, like the Thursday night group. Yeah. Usually, I'll just be honest, I'm at Club 6 and 9 watching those games, so I don't exactly know who's doing the Thursday night football. It's Fox. But like, so don't have Aikman and Buck do Thursday. Have Brady and... Yeah. Somebody, Gus Johnson. Oh, yeah. Right? Don't throw that actually would be time. pretty good. <laughs> I'm just saying, I think like Brady would be so good in the booth. I wonder if he would. I think I mean, he's, he's so been, good on Man in the Arena. Well, he's been good at everything he's ever done. That's actually true. Yeah. So I'm not questioning, but I, I do think that it is a more difficult job than a lot of people think. Like, a lot of people believe they could just jump up in the booth and do that job. No, I don't think he could. And I think a lot of professional athletes even think they could just go straight to the booth and be good at it. And like you said, like the Drew Brees thing has not been great. People are finally figuring out that Tony Romo is not good. Whereas you have a guy like Greg Olson, very good in the booth. But I, I'm mm-hmm. interested to see what Tom Brady does. And the fact that it's already like happening. I mean, what, he retired yesterday. Uh, even yeah, officially in Mobile, Alabama, and there's been so much of it. But I, I think the booth would be maybe a good fit for him. I mean, after Manning retired, we always wondered what he would do. 
I wonder if even he tries to do, go to like a Fox or an NBC and say, hey, let me do a simulcast. Uh, I'll yeah. be an alternate channel on streaming or something like that. And, he already has an, an ESPN relationship. Yeah, or, you know, pair him with a guy like Julian Edelman or... Gronk. Oh, oh my God. God. Maybe Brady and Gronk. Yeah. Well, Gronk they, call it, they should call it the ring cast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. These ideas. I'm tired today. I got a lot of ideas. <laughs> I, I wonder when Gronk's going to announce his decision. It's probably going to be next week. Yeah. He's going to let Brady have a week. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think that he's probably gone, though. Do they need to make a to They need to make a we are going somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we are leaving now. <laughs> we are. <laughs> Later. Such um, a good song. Freaking love it. It is, except for when they beat your team. Do you think Tom Brady could possibly join the Mannings, like do a year on the Mannings? Or do you no, think he's going to want his own? Yeah, no, I mean, for $25 million, he's kind of on his own. Yeah, he Where'd that come from? I'm not seeing it. Uh, I don't know. I don't remember. It was a verified. Just idea. making it up, all right? No, I follow, like, sports media people because I want to see if they write about me. So, you know, like. And now it's gone forever, though. Because once you scroll. Uh-huh. It is. It's gone. It's going to be kind of hard to find it. It's, I'm eager to see what happens with it. As always, though, I also want to see him get off of his crazy diet. And like, I need more Tom Brady chugging beers videos. I just need Tom Brady to not be like skinny anymore. Like, he probably always will be. Yeah, I can't see Tom putting on like the you know post career twenty. And I'm not thinking like a ton, but like I, I don't know. I feel like this year, especially look at him as like the old age really settled in on his face. I mean, like he, he could just also be you know, a guy that is just naturally very thin and has fought for years to keep on weight. Yeah, I wonder if he even drops to like, oh man, I'm six four, like 190 pounds now. That would be shredded, insane. just shredded. Or he is just—he's going to get off that TB12 diet and he's going to start pounding beers and eating bread. I'm just going to say this right now: if he does anything at ESPN and they need someone to work for free alongside him, I will do it. It would, it would be a good. I time. mean, like free, like part of the other money they're paying me. I wouldn't ask for extra money. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, uh, well, there won't be a negotiation. <laughs> hey, you guys find dinner tonight. Find your wallet, country. <laughs> Kurt Schilling Stop style of negotiating. <laughs> what are you doing over there? That's not going to work out right. for you. Something that will work out for you is minersandmonroe.com. Go check them out. Use the code MikeUp10. Uh, dude, definitely check them out if you haven't. I know I say it every episode. They have so much cool stuff there in shop, especially if you're one of our local listeners in the Joplin area. Uh, make your way over to Pittsburgh, Kansas. Look at the shop, see what they have. I guarantee they will have something that you like. Uh, and if you visit them online at minersandmonroe.com and use the code MikeUp10, you can save yourself 10% off at checkout. Yep. Next up, it's going to be Gunspot. Make sure to visit them at gunspot.com. No reserved auctions every single week. That is the place for your gun, the ammos, and accessories. Like I said, no reserved auctions. And when you go to checkout, there's no extra hidden fees. That's what's so spectacular about Gunspot. Also, it's not a matter of if. It's a matter of when danger could arise. Make sure to position to protect you and your family, and you can do that with gunspot.com. And we started to talk about name, image, likeness stuff, and I wanted to continue that discussion of it being the wild, wild west. Because I saw earlier today uh, Oklahoma hired a player personnel coach in J.P. Lossman, a uh, name that I haven't heard of in a There's long a senior boy. Uh, but I like that move, and I've been saying it on the podcast for weeks. And I put out the tweet earlier today, too. College football teams need to start looking at the NFL and saying, okay, you have this guy who's a really good scout. He's organized this roster. Come do it at the college ranks. Like you have a salary cap. You have to meet it. You have to 
work around it, come do that with our boosters. Work hand-in-hand hand with kind of the budget that we have. And I think that's what we need to see in college football is almost some of these big programs say, okay, here's here's our budget that we can count on every year. We have boosters committed for, even if it's like $30 million. That was the rumored number at Texas A&M, is that they have a budget of about $30 million. Wow. So if you're working with that every single year, you need a guy that can come in and say, okay, this is the deal that he's working with. This is what we can give you. Because that's where it's going. I know right now it's not really the teams playing or sorry, paying these players, but they are going to be working in IL deals. They are going to be going mm-hmm. to these coaches and say, yeah, coach, I love USC. What kind of name image likeness deals can I get here, though? Now, even talking to agents and guys even here at the Senior Bowl this week, there are guys that are not even graduated from high school yet who are committed to an agent already because of NIL deals. Like these players that are signing today, a lot of them already locked up. Some of the big-time prospects for the draft next year already have agents working NIL deals. I think that they have to go with more of a, mm-hmm. almost like a minor league NFL system to where you do say, all right, this is our cap guy. This is our budget guy. Uh, head coaches can't do it. They can't recruit. They can't game plan. They can't. Right budget money nick saban can't be worried about that oh yeah he he nick does have a guy actually uh but the big schools do you know ohio state very famously has a good one and mark pantoni uh texas a&m had a great one i believe they they lost him to washington i want to say it was so i do think that's something we'll see maybe not everyone but like the big players in the power five conferences everyone in the sec and then like a handful of other yeah like like usc South Alabama, Washington probably get away with that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, my only thing with that is, is because like that works when you directly come from the school, but like each player is possibly getting their own individual deals right from their agents. So is it can yes. the school handle that if it's like the agent's responsibility to do that for the player? I, I think like let's say a car dealership goes, "Hey, I want to give your quarterback a car." I think that's well, or it's like you know some places have said we'll make sure the entire offensive line gets something. I don't know how much of that is going through the school. Versus yeah. Not I guess, a separate agency. Like maybe you couldn't. Technically, it it's not going through yeah. the school. But I do think that even with guys like a Caleb Williams, who recently entered, entered the transfer portal, was looking for like professional development. But we know he was talking to these schools and be like, what kind of name, image, likeness deals can I get out there? I think that's something where your GM of your college football team could say, hey, actually, we have a, a partner that's willing to work with our starting quarterback and give him a million dollars a year. So there, there you go and do that. But then also with the player having an agent, he can go to that car dealership and say, oh, yeah, by the way, we're getting this. Just like Patrick Mahomes. He has a contract with the Chiefs where Clark Hunt is technically like the booster in this situation. Yeah. Clark Hunt pays his salary, but then he goes to Bose and he's like, hey, actually, I want some headphones too. <laughs> That's where your agent comes in and he's like, yeah, we're also going to get you a truck. Gotcha. You know, so you're getting like booster money which is where yeah. it's coming from. But you're also getting the money from like raising canes and all these other places that are paying these players. And it's a great opportunity. I'm not anti players getting paid. I would just love to see the amount of money that's out there. Yeah. Like I know there was a lot before, you know, that you didn't find out unless everything just kind of blew up or like you're handing kids, you know, McDonald's bags and there's just loads of cash in it. And it's like, Whoa, okay. and that was at Tennessee when they're not even good. Exactly. So now I just, I don't, I would love to hear like what the money is that's going around to these kids and the school. So we can kind of really get more of a realistic view of huh, this is billion dollar university actually. Yeah. Like it's, 
And the, and the best part about this too is like it's not just football. I know that's where, where our focus is. Right. Like think of like a women's basketball team. You got a female basketball player just raking in money. Paige Beckers. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And even you know some of these other kids that are very good right now looking at Alabama. Bryce Young is a Heisman Trophy winner. He's going back to college. Yeah. Has to. So I mean, talking about him like oh he almost made a million dollars last year. Yeah, I come with more than that this year. <laughs> and hopefully he does have, like, an agent that is working with him. Uh, I know you've asked the question a lot, Big Country. Like, can he do the Nissan commercials? I think he can. If they want it, they oh, he definitely can. graduates yeah. anymore. So I, I mean, that would be cool, like a cool perk of it. Like, yeah, you're in commercials now, you're on TV, mm-hmm. and you're getting a new car. And I haven't seen any, like, national sponsorships with these guys. Yet. But, like, Will Anderson, mm-hmm. someone needs to – Bryce Young – Especially these kids that like like a Will Anderson who flashed as a freshman in America. Oh God, yeah, he's yeah. really good. And then followed it up his sophomore year. People know who he is. Yeah, yeah. even for a, a defensive player, they definitely do. I think the only national one I really saw was DJ from Clemson with the Dr Pepper deal, and that didn't really work. And either. I feel like there was another player that did like an Outback commercial as well. Yeah, was it national though? I'm pretty sure. I don't remember the DJ one. I think I saw it on Twitter, but that's also. I, I've seen it on like Twitter. And I, I saw it on uh, on TV because he just had an orange jersey with the five on it. Yeah, and happy for those players to get that opportunity. Rink it in, boys. Have, uh, a lot of players getting an opportunity with day two of Senior Bowl practices, which was a rainy mess today. Which is tricky because you want the players to come out and show uh, their best. You want to give them a perfect opportunity with perfect weather and no wind to throw the ball in. But I also think that there are a lot of happy NFL scouts today that said, ooh, we got to see Kenny Pickett throw the ball in the rain. We got to see Malik Willis, who, if you scroll through Twitter, everybody is in love with Malik Willis this week. I don't know, Matt, if you're in the same boat as that, uh, Twitter, or what you've seen, or what your thoughts are on those quarterbacks? Yeah, today was tough because of the weather. Um, you know, we saw it yesterday with Malik Willis. First impression is and I wrote about this this morning if people want to read my thoughts it's uh, the articles up is that good players should look good you know and I know that sounds so stupid but when you come to an event like this good players should be like yep yeah, they're, they're they're good it should be very easy and I think with Malik Willis we saw that yesterday with the arm strength the release time and I, I kept saying this to so many people this is not an event that's built for him to impress us and he is because he's a running quarterback he is the most elusive runner in college football last year per the stats. So like here, he's not showcasing that ability. He's not showcasing his speed or his vision or his elusiveness. He's just impressing us with his arm. And I think on a day like today where it's windy, it's wet, it's cold, arm strength shows up and we saw a lot of quarterbacks hesitating. You could tell that they were thinking about don't drop the ball. You know, Kenny Pickett, it felt like he was almost slowing down his, his motion. I uh, saw the same thing from Carson Strong. saw the same thing from Bailey Zappi. It really felt like Malik Willis was the one guy that was like, I'm going to let that effort rip, and it, it worked. I think that's why we're seeing a lot of praise for him. Yeah, and the one name that you know I noticed you didn't mention it, but I thought probably looked the most comfortable today in the weather was Desmond Ritter. I felt like he had the he had the longest yeah. deep shot today too. I think was traveled like 61-plus yards in the air. And so I was like, okay, he's tossing it here in the rain. He looks comfortable. And I would talked about it yesterday. I said he just – it didn't seem like he was nonchalant. It just like he was comfortable. I don't know. I don't want this to come off negative, but it's like just kind of going through the motions of getting everything done because it's like this isn't like a pressure moment for me. Like I'm just going to be who I am. I'm going to come in here and play quarterback and just do my thing. Yeah, to me he's so inaccurate. Yes. 
Like yeah. that's my issue. And it, I, a lot of it, you know, today I'll, I'll admit, I didn't get to watch a ton of his throws today, but you know, that, that was my thing with his tape was like, gosh, this guy's just so inaccurate. And I thought we saw it yesterday a mm-hmm. lot with Ritter. Um, but you know, he, he, and you know, everyone else, like even Sam, Howell made some throws the last two days where you're like, damn, didn't look bad. And then you got to remind yourself, like I hated the way this guy played football uh, for his actual team, mm-hmm. you know? And, and so we talk about senior bowl bias all the time. It's like, okay, what, what I'm seeing, did the player get better or is it just the environment here? You know, like yeah. Jermaine Johnson from Florida state, who's dominating. See that dude's tape was good too. So like, all right, I think he's just a good player, a young player, you know, as well being a transfer. Yeah. Yeah. The quarterback position, man, I said I was going to focus on it and try to come away with like my QB one. I still don't know if I have, and it really sucks. I really, I wish Matt Corral were here. Yeah. But it's obviously it's, you can't be, but it's also tough. You know, someone asked me that today at lunch. They're like, who's your QB1? And I was like, for what team? You know, like, who do I have a year? Because it's Malik Willis, if so. Or do I not have a year? Then it's Kenny Pickett. What kind of offense are we running? You know, do I have some receivers with size who can expand the, the strike zone for a guy like Malik Willis? Yeah, okay, that's what I want then. You know, but it does not to, you know, have a cop-out answer, but it, it does impact it a lot when you have to look at, like, okay, what, what do I have around me? Yeah. yeah. Are there any guys that you've noticed in the last two days that have raised their draft stock? Yeah. I mean, like I think- significantly, like where people can be like, okay, really was unsure of him coming in. And now two days in, it's like, okay, hey, keep an eye on this guy. No, Jermaine Johnson from Florida State, because I've, I've told you guys, I was really high on him three weeks ago, maybe off tape. And a scout said, uh, we don't think he's that athletic. First step's not good. He's very straight line, no bend, you know? And then I'm watching him. I was like, no, that dude's bendy as fuck. Like, uh, he's good. So I, I think he's someone that's helped himself. Uh, Dana Falale from Minnesota. Again, it's going to be like scheme fit, but he's 6'8", 390 pounds and moves very well. Mm-hmm. So like not every team's going to love him, but, and if you're the Baltimore Ravens and that dude's there, like right tackle problem solved. Yeah. So I think there were a lot of guys today. I, I focused a little bit more on the trenches. There are a lot of really good pass rushers here. Uh, Majai Sanders, I think was another one too. Uh, and then Johnson, who you mentioned. Logan Hall from Houston had a good day. Travis Jones from UConn. And I think there are a lot of teams drafting at the back end of the first round that could probably get those two guys. I think Sanders and Johnson, they look pretty impressive to me. But I, mean, I haven't seen – there's so many edge rushers in this class that somebody has to fall. Yes. So I think you're getting very good quality at the end of the first round with guys like Johnson and Sanders. So what you're saying is when the Chiefs cut Frank Clark because he's – Overpaid. Yep. Um, they you know, probably about that is exactly what I'm saying. I know where you're at. I can read your mind. Mm-hmm. You know, it'd be cool if my team had a first round pick because they also need you know a lot of help, especially in the trenches. What did they do with that first round pick? <laughs> it sat on the bench all year. Um, it dated Colin Coward's daughter. Uh, <laughs> next year's yeah. and the year after that as well. Um, 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 what about your? The Niners have a good defensive tackle. DeForest. I hate oh, you. <laughs> no, he's not there anymore. I hate you so well, much. It's going to be scary. Obviously, big country and I are. Chief fans, uh, but you look at some of those teams that are even drafting ahead of them. I don't know what Buffalo's plan is at twenty-five, but it seems like every year they target pass rushers. Well, last year they took two back to back, yeah. Right? But Russo like, Boogie Basham, yeah, all the time they target the guy. And Russo was—I don't think that's a guy that got talked a lot about this year. He, he was a developmental well. guy, you know, but like they, yeah, they thought they were going to bring him along, yeah. Yeah, ball. he did. I mean, he was all over Patrick Mahomes on a championship yeah. or divisional game. Excuse me. Right. 
Yeah, and, and then you got like, even like a couple other teams that draft in front of the Chiefs. The Steelers at 20. Uh, we saw Mike Tomlin today right there in the pass rusher drills looking at uh, what they have. I think mm-hmm. maybe that's just him on TV or he was right there in the area. But, I mean, I could see them, the Patriots, uh, the Raiders. Those are all teams that draft 20, 21, 22. They could probably go after some of these pass rushers. And I do. I, I really like their value. And I, I wonder what's going to happen with some of these junior guys. Matt, I know I've seen you tweeting about it this week, but I haven't talked to you about it. Um, what was like a year ago, two years ago, we thought Derek Stingley and Caleb mm-hmm. Thibodeau were going to dominate this class. And that there was no way they weren't going like one and two. Yeah. Now neither of them might be top five. I don't think they, I don't think they'll be top five and I don't think they'll be, they won't be the first player drafted at each position, you know, and you're right. You know, two years ago, especially we were looking at Stingley and like he should have won the Thorpe award for the best defensive back in the country coming off that amazing LSU season. And Kayvon Thibodeau, it was like, anytime you watch Justin Herbert, you'd be like, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and peek at five on defense too. Cause he's, he's so much fun to watch. Now here we are, it's their time, and both players are slipping because as teams and people like myself do the legwork on these guys, you see that like Stingley hasn't really played in two years. And Thibodeau got hurt this year, and you hear about comments that he's made about like he doesn't really care about football and he doesn't really care about competing. That's scary mm-hmm. when you're expecting that. It's scary because like, let's say that, that I'm the GM of the whomever, a team that needs a GM, the Jacksonville Jaguars. And we're like, okay, we have the first pick. Let's take Kayvon Thibodeau. Not only do you not want to give a 21-year-old $35 million if he's not locked into football, but you will be fired if he's not good. If you miss yeah. him. Right. So I think a lot of people are always like, oh, man, like that guy busted. We wasted so much money on him. It's like, no, he busted and he got 30 people fired. Yeah. Like, so think about that. Yeah. And so like when it's me, it's like, you know, I'd rather draft Aiden Hutchinson, who I know is locked in and I know has a motor. And I, I maybe he's not as athletically gifted, but I know what I'm getting. And and I don't have to you know look thirty people in the eye and say uh, you don't have a job and you got to move your kids again. Yeah, the thing with Thibodeau that's so like I don't even want to say concerning, but just confusing with it is just why is this all of a sudden not just coming out now, but why are we hearing the rumors of hey he doesn't love football or he's starting to slip? Is this one of those things where maybe you're over scouting? I feel like that's something that's kind of taken place. I don't the think last so. Couple of years where what everything is so dissected. National championship game. I think it was CBS Sports Network did like a simulcast or something, and he was on, and he was talking with somebody about how he has bigger aspirations than just football. Like he's he's already kind of planning for what's going to happen. I feel like that's a maturing. Like I feel people should look at that in a way of like that's mature. Or should it just be like my entire life and identity is football? And I have nothing else planned for my yeah. life. So when that ends, it's huh, well, it's both. I played football. We've seen it before, you yeah. know. And I think with him, no, I don't think it's over scouting or overthinking. It's coming out now because teams are before the Senior Bowl. Every team pulls their scouting staff in from the road. They meet and talk about their players. And so, a guy who covers Oregon and Washington talks to a buddy who covers the SEC, or you know, a coworker covers SEC. That guy tells me, "Hey, our." West Coast guy says Thibodeau is not locked in, doesn't really love ball. It gets out. Huh. Yeah. All right. That makes sense. Then. Yeah. I still think for the Jaguars, go Evan Neal one. That's, I, I think that's, he's a great pass blocker. He can develop a great run blocker as well. But then also, like uh, I mentioned with these pass rushers, and if you want a pass rusher, two weeks ago, I thought, oh, you can't get one of those in the second round. You might be able to get a pass rusher and Evan Neal. 
uh, out of this draft because they do pick at one and then mm-hmm. they pick again at 33. It's it's such a weird draft class because it's not good, but it is pretty damn deep at some really important positions like pass rush, offensive tackle, receiver. It's just weird coming into the draft this year when you know you look at the last four years that I feel like I've really been involved with and paying attention as much as possible. There's always like a signified one or two player. There's like, oh, this guy, like this guy's gonna hit. You don't even have to worry about it. And those guys have hit in the past, and it's been awesome. This year, it doesn't feel like that's there. Yeah. Well, even like, like even year, with Evan Neal and Aiden Hutchinson, it's like, mm. yeah. Or like last year, we knew Trevor Lawrence. Yes. Yeah. Like, there might have been some rumors come out like, ooh, did they like Justin Fields? But we all knew it was Trevor. Mm-hmm. And when the season started, we knew that whoever yeah. had the pick would draft. And it's like the year before that, you know, you're running into Justin Herbert and Tua and Joe and mm-hmm. all these other yeah. players. And it's like, I mean, even last year with the running backs, like Najee Harris. Like, you know what? Where's he going to go? That's a crazy to think about back. is in 2020, the guy we were talking about was Chase Young. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We, he was the guy we knew about. And I was like, can't wait for him. Yep. And it happened. God, he had a great season. Yeah. Washington putting him in those uniforms, though, was terrible today. Uh, him and Terry McLaurin's maroon jerseys for Washington are like at the top five of Fanatics' website today. The yeah. Washington Commanders. Top five just, selling? Yeah. Even over Tom Brady's red Tampa Bay Buccaneers but jersey. That's why even when people were complaining about, like, oh, why change the name? Why change the name? Money. Dan Snyder's making a shitload of money today. Mm-hmm. People are buying merchandise. Yeah. And that's still like, it's maybe not ticket sales money. It's maybe not parking money. It's damn good money. He, the Commanders is just that. such a stupid name, though. God. <laughs> I like, what traditions? Like, I saw, like, their fans are like, oh, we got a chant already. I'm like, that chant sucks, guys. What is it? I don't even know. I stopped watching it because it was so dumb. Now, some people might go, oh, yeah, so it was a tomahawk chop. The like homeboys gonna say that, but <laughs> so at least it's not racist, <laughs> or is it? It was Washington, yeah. right? <laughs> so it's just I don't know. It's gonna be one of those things that it takes a little bit to get used to. And I, do you I think fans will wear underwear to their games? <laughs> no, they'll go commando. Commandos. Yeah, I, I saw a lot of people already <laughs> calling them the commies. Like that's oh, so bad. Don't like that. So I just bad. feel like the Red Wolves have been awesome. Except like, for then you'd have idiots howling in the stands. And that would be, be incredible. You would be doing it. Yeah. <laughs> Call the wolves, boys. Line them up. Come on back. Strangle them with his mic cord. <laughs> I uh, mean, but like a big play happens and you play it over like the PA system. I think that'd be cool. It'd be so Like the annoying. videos that you could do with what it you, and Mr. Everything. PR, what do you think they're going to do for the commanders? I don't even know. That's the thing. You're just going to have a bunch of like just salutes. That's actually kind of cool. I did see it. Um, Again, going back to that like release video that they have, that there's no reference even to like the military. That they show and reference the Redskins so many times. There's nothing that's like we're looking forward. To. We're looking <laughs> yeah. It's like, hey, we have a new name, but don't forget yeah. who we were. Like, remember? <laughs> I did notice what the nameplate looked uh, military like as well, with like the bar above and our yeah. name. Like, mm-hmm. I know they said, yeah, it was like you know. Part of the military. I kind of like it. I'm not going to lie. Nah, I, I feel like they could have done better on the jerseys, I like the too. W. I, I, the, the W, w is okay. Nice. The one on the black helmet <laughs> is the dumbest thing I've ever seen. I feel like an intern was told, hey, just put this somewhere on there. Like, we want a W on the helmet. Put it on there. And he just took the front image, didn't couldn't find a side image, and just yeah. put it on the front. And they're like, actually, 
that works. If somebody messed up at a meeting and like forgot to drag it over to the side <laughs> of their image. Like, yes. Oh, we love that. Yeah. So I said we got way and see him. Or that you're just you've been yeah. staring at it for so long that it starts to make. But sense I do feel mind. like they wanted to keep the hail to the thing a lot. You can't do hail to the Red Wolves. Hail to the Commanders works. Is it, are they still sticking yeah. with that? Yeah. Yeah. Hail to the Commanders. It's not the worst name that they put out. No, I was always a fan of. Uh, you just howl to the Red, Red Wolves. Deal. Red Tails was a good one. I like that one a lot. Yeah, I did too. I don't even like Red Wolves has no significance to me. Like when you think of Washington DC, you don't think of like oh, Red Wolves. I think they have Red Wolves over there, don't they? In that area, I think that's kind of the reason why I don't think they, they came up more. with Red Wolves. <laughs> like, it's a pretty tough area for a wolf to live. It's, a it's swamp. not like it's, it's roaming swamp. around the Capitol building. Like <laughs> no, I mean like ever. I know, but like, I don't think there are like forest areas or no, it's a swamp. We're not getting into Maryland and Virginia. That's other teams. It's Washington D.C. Yeah. It is a city. It's that little little diamond. That's yours. Yeah. You know what? Yeah, I, I mean, now it's an it's the most endangered mammal in North America. But in colonial times, red wolves ranged through the southeast. Yeah, that's so all that area. Like through. Is it though? That's just what I said. Red wolves in Virginia. You. S- Southeast. Oh, that's a stretch. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, let's mention some of our great sponsors here. Club 609. We're not in Joplin to visit Club 609, but you should be. Or if you're ever driving through, stopping by, visit Club 609 for a great happy hour. It runs from 2 o'clock until 8 o'clock. And I'll tell you, sometimes it's 2 until question mark. Two for one drink specials, $2 draft pours at Club 609. Yep. Next up is going to be Downtown Loop, located right there in the heart of Joplin, Missouri. On first in Maine. Hey, it's snowing there right now, but don't worry. You need to get new tires. Go to Downtown Lube. They'll get you taken care of. Go to the website, downtownlube.com, for the full list of services. Also, it's not a matter of if. It's a matter of when you're going to need your oil change and your tire service, and you can get that done at Downtown Lube. And now for a little game of Would You Rather. Big Country, you mentioned how, uh, all the snow that we're getting back home yep and here it's all rain almost everywhere in the country is getting hit by this huge winter storm except for mobile alabama where it's just raining all day it just makes me want to take a nap yeah i'm gonna sleep well tonight yeah that's for sure would you rather be stuck in 60 degrees in rain or 40 32 degrees in snow snow i think snow snow for me i hate the rain I hate like, walking I like outside and getting it, wet. I yeah, I it. love the sound of it. That's also why I just go, hey, Google, play rainforest sounds at night or thunderstorms. And I get, wham, thunderstorm, then rain. Did you just choke? <laughs> oh, that was a little lightning strike. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, one of my biggest pet peeves is having wet feet. Yes. Yeah, I if my socks get wet, it drives me nuts. Uh-huh. So I'm uh, Big snow guy, too. Snow is, is different. It's, like, enjoyable. I don't know what it is. Like, are we taught this, or are we just naturally love snow? Because as a child, you see snow. It's like, that's amazing. I think you're just taught to love it. Because you go play in it. You miss school. Uh-huh. You get to hang out. You sit inside. You get hot chocolate. Watch your, watch your favorite movies. What Mom and Dad say, are both home. Big country's going to have children. I'm going to teach them to hate snow. Please oh, don't. Yes. be the only children. Listen, no, no, no. Like, that's what oh, we're... my God. It's fucking snowing, Dad. Also, that's not what we're going to do as Uncle Matt and Uncle Mel with teach my kids how to be little assholes. No, we're, we're going to make loving, the most caring individuals mean. who love everybody. E-L-E is going to be the family motto. Everybody love everybody. <laughs> it's like Buddy the Elf had a child in that big country. <laughs> yeah. Yes. 
Yeah. And I got a, going, a guy going, I hope you find your dad. <laughs> right? <laughs> Big elf over here. <laughs> World's best cup of coffee. Oh, like, Santa! Santa! You would believe that. <laughs> every every place we've ever taken this guy. That place is amazing. Amazing. Yeah. We had to step over four homeless people. Mm-hmm. Tell the truth. Uh, Wednesday, when we were in Memphis for that Grizzlies game, it's me, Big Country, and our friend Cole. And we go to this barbecue place that was okay. Big Country <laughs> thought it was like the best barbecue in the world. We're I saw in the, the tweets. middle of a conversation. And he's like, hey, guys, guys, this is really good. <laughs> now, like, now the melowana was hitting the spot. <laughs> So this barbecue hit every single taste bud at maximum level of taste. Yeah. It was incredible. I still know that taste. I <laughs> walk in there. And, mm. The melowana. <laughs> Memphis barbecue's trash. Tell the truth, Wednesday. Yeah, I know it comes off as biased when I talk to people about barbecue, uh, but you know we've traveled a lot. We're down here in Mobile, Alabama. Uh, I've had Memphis barbecue. I've had mm. Texas barbecue. Uh, the Carolinas. None of it is as good as Kansas City barbecue. Sorry, I just read a very funny direct message. I don't think I can read on there, so you guys go ahead with your show. <laughs> but I, I'm honest, I, I don't think any of it compares to uh, Kansas City barbecue. So for me, would you rather? It's always Kansas City. Always. Barbecue. Yeah, I just also read the same direct message. F you to the person that sent I don't like Texas barbecue that much. I like Austin barbecue better than Dallas barbecue, but yeah. Same, but it's still, it's Kansas City. I know it comes off as biased because we live in Missouri, but like, I, I'm a Texas Longhorns fan. I love the state of Texas. Yeah. What was the place we eat at that was like known for the wings? In Austin? Yeah. Pluckers. Yeah. Huh? Pluckers. Yeah, that place sucked. Sucked is a strong word. It was not good. I thought it was good. I thought it was good as well. It was 105 degrees outside, and our team got their ass kicked by Joe Burrow. I, I, that, that, that is as well. Hey, let's do remember, Texas played that team close. That, they almost won. Like they almost won. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like you go back in history. Second half, people, is second half Joe Burrow. People are going to look at that game, though, and be like, wow, Texas, they played these guys pretty damn close. Yep. Yeah, we did. Yeah, I, just, I, don't, I, don't know. I also don't like those type of wings where it's literally a wing. I just feel like it's weird. It's hard to eat off. Tommy won't wing me. Tommy won't wing me. Uh, would you rather be <laughs> an NFL or a college football coach? Well, would you rather? Big country? NFL, NFL or college? Um, I would honestly probably say NFL. Yeah. Because I feel like with college, you have to deal with guys maturing and still developing, and you have to, like, you have to, con- especially in today's age, you have to constantly recruit and persuade them to stay. And I know in the NFL you have to worry about that as well, but it's so much more of a structure on this is the time frame where you go and recruit and get guys. Yeah. And you don't have to worry about you know the boosters or people being too involved with the program or having too much say aside from an owner. And at that point, if you've accepted that role in the NFL, you know how that owner is possibly going to be. In the college, it's there's so much other input that rides on it and so many other people can make decisions on how your job can go there. I just feel like it would be annoying after a while. Love the tradition, love college football, but if I had to pick, it would be the NFL. Yeah, college. Money's better, a lot better, especially if you're good. Um, I feel like there's more job security. Like the NFL, we're seeing guys get fired after one year. It's like, hey, Steve Wilkes, uh, you get a job. We drafted a rookie quarterback. You lost. Okay, you're fired. You know, like I, I think college, and also I love the pageantry of college football, the the you know, all the different traditions. Uh, you also don't have to work as much. Dead periods, take the summer off, right? You're probably living in a cooler town. 
I'm more of a town guy than a city guy. Yeah. So I think with college football, it's changing so much, though, like we talked about with name, image, likeness, and to where you are almost constantly recruiting and having to deal with these kids. And, like, you're sucking up to 18-year-olds and telling yeah. them how great they are. And you, you think you got a message sent, and here comes their over-involved dad or uncle. And That's the NFL, too. And he wipes it away, yeah. and you're just like, my God. I think both. It's a very tough time to be a coach in the NFL or college football. Because even in the NFL, there's the expectation of, like, i got to be in the building at 5 a.m. Yeah. I can't leave the building until 6 or 7 p.m. Yep. And then, like I said, like, the job security in the NFL is not great either anymore. David Coley just got fired after one season. A damn good season. Yeah. Now, I will say, if someone wanted to hire me for a season pay me $22 million, I will be there that whole year. I will do almost anything you want. Yeah, seriously. $22 million? <laughs> What a a short list of things I wouldn't do. Oh, for twenty two million? Murder is on the table. I'll just say it. Like honestly, there are people I would kill for twenty two million dollars. I, I wouldn't kill somebody, but I'm gonna plead the fifth on the grounds that I might my answer may incriminate me. Right. But same for me. But like if somebody has to but. Me, hit me up. <laughs> I'm not very sneaky. I'm not a good shot with a gun. Assassin mellow. <laughs> right? Well, I, I'll try. Maximum effort. You know what? You don't give yourself enough credit. I watch you scare big country multiple times You know what? That is true. You are I sneaky. Actually, I am sneaky. sneaky. I, you, you say you're not sneaky? Yeah, I, you mis- I over, mis- overheard that over the thunder. Uh, uh, this guy is a ninja. the quietest walker in human history. I swear. This house is creaky everywhere. I've not heard him making noise when he walks through this house. I don't know what it is. I don't either. It's, it's incredible. It's my incredibly strong calves holding up my entire body. That might be it. I don't know. Would you rather NBA All-Star Weekend or MLB All-Star Weekend? We're getting the dunk contest in just a couple weeks, and they announced the dunkers, Jalen Green, Obi Toppin, Cole Anthony, Juan Toscano-Anderson, I'm not excited. I don't know who one of those people is, so I'm going to go MLB. Home run derby is a blast. No, I'm being dead serious. If, oh, we, if you put a gun to my son's head and said, who does Jalen Green play for? Mm-hmm. The Pacers? Houston Rockets. Okay, yeah, see? Then it's dead. Sorry, buddy. Uh, Obi Toppin, who do you think he plays for? The Knicks. Yep. Oh. <laughs> that was, I have no idea where that came yep, from. Yep, he's back. You're alive, son. Right. Yeah. Right? Daddy's got you. Don't worry. I think some of these players are good players. Jalen Green, Obi Toppin. I've I think seen it'll them be, a, be good it, dunkers. Before. I think it'll be fun. You know, they're they're young, they're high flyers. I think it'll be enjoyable. It's just not the guys we're used to. I mean, you I remember like Zach Levine on, coming out of nowhere, and it's like, oh, this guy's. Just I have my heart set on John Morant. And like you and I have been yeah. here from different eras. I remember when the dunk contest used to be the showcase for like. Almost like, hey, here's our next yep. guy. Yep. Like, here's yeah. Kobe Bryant. He's in the dunk contest. He's 19 years old, but he's going to take over the league one day. It's, it's I'm old enough to remember when it was changed. Dominique Wilkins and Clyde Drexler. Michael exactly. Jordan. Yeah, Vince Carter. Uh, it was like, okay, watch Oh, yeah. Dunk. I do think it's next. shameful that we've never seen LeBron in a dunk I just because he's a, I, I actually hate it. forgot what we were yeah. talking. And he should, like, literally be in it. I, I think he should have But done. now he's, he's way too old. Yeah, he can't now. But, like, if he were 20, 21, and he were in the dunk <sighs> contest, again, that, uh, he would have won it. Like, the yeah. league, they would have made it happen. He would have won it. Yeah, and, and I know it would have been impressive. That dude can't freaking jump. Mm-hmm. And we never got it. And honestly, I don't want to come off as a LeBron hater either. I think LeBron James killed the dunk contest. 
I, I honestly that's, agree with that. Yeah. Because yeah. he was the first one that's like, okay, when's he going to do it? When's he going to do it? And he never did. Yeah. And so now I think that some of these younger up-and-coming guys are like, yeah, I'm not doing that. I think that's a very fair point. Mm-hmm. In I mean, he, he controls the league. Now, with this would-you-rather on being like in a, or, uh, NBA or MLB All-Star, am I a player in the All-Star? Like game and events? Just which one do you prefer? Whatever way you want to take it. Mm. NBA. I feel like MLB is really boring. What? All you get is the home run derby, and you got to just sit there and wait forever for the next guy. Home run derby As they go, it's cool. Like this year, like even this last year when they did it with the time. Salvador Perez had the second amount of home runs hit, and they hardly covered it. It's like you and fantasy football. It doesn't matter. It's in your stand. It's how playoffs work. Yeah. No, I, I love get. the Homer Derby. I was in Cleveland covering the draft. Yeah, I thought it was like, so boring, and I thought it was oh shitty. God. And they, they got off topic, and they started talking about other stuff. And, again, like being a Royals fan, Salvador Perez up there, it's awesome. He's in the Home Run Derby. No recognition or love to it. And they, like, hardly showed him, too. Like, I feel like the NBA All-Star Weekend, you see every player. You're seeing every event. You're seeing former players involved with it that are being judges. You know, you're getting other interviews or stuff with the legends and the new guys. You're seeing the new guys come up, and it's, yes, this is fun and enjoyable. I haven't heard this kid talk yet or see him do anything in terms of media. Boom, here he is. MLB, it's like they're over there talking amongst themselves and just kind of, you know, getting ready to go up and hit. Yeah, And I think that's just a knock on baseball in itself. I just hate basketball. Mm -hmm. I wish they would do, like, maybe find some ways to do some different things with Major League Baseball. But you know what? They do a good job. Like, they have their own futures game. To yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, here's your yep. guys that are up and coming that are prospects. Here's Bobby Witt Jr. Yeah. The All-Star game itself, I think, is actually pretty exciting. And I do think the NBA All-Star game is also a little bit underrated because it's just fun to go and watch those guys dunk. Like, I can't imagine how exciting it would be to be in the stadium. Oh, yeah. Could you imagine being in the stadium for a home run derby? Oh, I know. Sitting in the outfield. Be amazing. Like, I would be terrified to take my children. Right? Hey. I'd be terrified to blink. Fucking pay attention. <laughs> right? Okay. Hey, daddy can't catch yeah. all these balls out here. Yeah. Nope. No, no, <laughs> Your mom did. No, I did that. Uh, <laughs> you know what? If we ever go to the home run derby, I'm going to take big country. <laughs> he's just getting a candy shop. No, just because he's so good at catching balls. Oh. I'll oh. catch all of them, though. I was saying, all this reach, man. Straight mitts. He missed it. No, I got it. I'm just saying He was trying to take it in a different direction. Yeah. But, hey, can I ask a would you rather? Yeah. Big Country, would you rather be followed around and pestered for a day by me or Mello? I mean, it's, I get both, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, how about one last one? That I got off of the internet. Um, would you rather every shirt you wear be kind of itchy or only be able to use one ply toilet paper? Uh, I'll say it, peek behind the curtain here. We're operating with some one ply. Yes, we are. Yes, we are. Yep. And it is not paper shortage. For me. Paper shortage. I can tell you right now, it would be one ply toilet paper. I hate, I hate wearing itchy clothes. If I wear something and it itches, Mel, so I'm gonna do it this weekend. I will rip a shirt in half right <laughs> off my body. I like when I go get a haircut. I know you don't oh, experience yeah. this big country, but I used you to. Get those yeah, little hairs on your back. I have to go and take a shower after. Haircut. Yes, and even like we, Matt, we go to the same place. They will even wash my hair after I get a haircut. It's nice. It's nice. Love it. It's not good enough. I have to go home. I have to change my shirt at a minimum. I mean, I have right, to like, do. I have to take a shower. I have to do it when I shave my beard. Yeah. Like when I trim my beard up and everything, like, yeah, little scraggles get down in there. And right. It's just like, oh, now my chest itches or my shoulder. It's gone to my back. I'm sorry that I'm going to have to use 20 feet of toilet paper. Yeah, I mean, I can make one ply, ply quadruple ply <laughs> Why do they just to be it? safe. 
I don't know. It's stupid. It's cheap. I'm assuming. Uh-huh. I guess. But still, like you just you have to use twice as much. Just put it. And I hate like that. It's hotels that offer it. You yeah. think I want to go from home with using Sharma to a hotel and got to use freaking? Now I'm uncomfortable. Yes. All day long. Oh, come sleep here. It's like home away from home. Bullshit. Mm-hmm. That sucks. You gotta travel with uh, wipes. It's not your plumbing. That is, that is a trick. Mm-hmm. But it does suck when you're the one person whose room gets flooded because <laughs> you've been sitting there using, oh, that would stink. Literally. literally. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, literally would stink. Uh, that's it for our show today. We thank you guys for joining us, as always, right here in the call and app. Don't forget about our great sponsor to end the show today, uh, Roper Kia. Go in there, check out their inventory. If they don't have what you're looking for, you can find it, or they will find it for you. Sorry. Uh, mention us here at Mike's Up. They'll give you $1,000 off your nicer, newer ride. And if you are one of the people listening along here on a Wednesday night in Mobile, Alabama, we will be at O'Daly's Tap Room uh, right there downtown in Mobile for a little bit of a meetup at 8, 8, 8 p.m. Central Time Wednesday. We thank you guys, though. We will be back tomorrow.